Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Heard around the world on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis, with Blue and Joe Grande. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Thank you for listening to our podcast all around the world, and make sure you check out the website, CannabisTalk101.com. As we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis with so many great articles and blogs on the website, make sure you call us up anytime, 1-800-420-1980. Uh-oh, he's almost there. He's almost there, folks. Almost. Go check out our Instagram pages at Cannabis Talk 101. Blue is at one, Christopher Wright, and I am at Joe Grande 52. The funny thing is, Pitt, is Mike Bibby actually stuck around to see if you're going to hit the shot this time. Mike actually <laughs> stuck around and was like, is Pitt going to nail it? Mike, he missed the shot again. Don't worry. You, hey, I owe you 20. I owe you 20. I told you he was going to miss it. Don't take the shot no more. Look at him. He said, don't take the shot no more. You guys, if you're looking for a trusted cannabis seed at a fair price, head to rocketseeds.com or on Instagram at rocket underscore seeds. The campus is smelling a little nice right now, folks. Why is that the case? I'm not talking about the cologne, cologne that Mr. Aaron Thompson wears called Player. I ain't talking about that, folks. I'm talking about Pack Bros. He is the owner and the CEO, Mr. Aaron Thompson. He's joining us on the show today. Anthony Guerrero, CEO of Smoke Sessions 420 and Cannoli Cannabis Company by Pack Bros. Thank you for coming on. Danny, Dane, excuse me, not Danny. Dane Flores, CEO of Team Dime Genetics by Pack Bros. And he's also big brother, of course, to our little brother that was on the show the other day. And now still here in the audience, but big brother in my book. And uh, we also have, which is dope, Bita Wita. Hello. Bita Wita, folks. Legendary recording artist and official brand ambassador of MNMZ Cannabis by Pack Bros. Doing the thing, Bita Wita. Tony Platt, my brother from another mother. We go back like four flats from the legendary group. Total Devastation. If you don't fucking know Double Devastation, I mean, you're just, you're just not really into fucking smoking weed and hip-hop. I'm just, that's what it is. 
Real talk. It's just real talk. If you don't know, and you don't know about Total Devastation, and really don't know, Tony, you don't really know. Because do your homework. Do your homework, folks, your because homework. he's also a band ambassador of Cannoli by Pac Bros. And it's just so funny, Aaron, to see all these G's with you on this, right? And I got to give the figure introduction because the Pac Bros brand is a band, brand based out of Sacramento. And for you who don't know me, I know one of the G's in here says Sacramento isn't part of the Bay. But for me... Sacramento was part of the Bay from the Bay Area, Sactown, L.A., and back down. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Yeah, so for right. me, Sactown is part of the Bay Area and back down on the get down. So I look at Sac as part of my backyard. That being said, Pack Bros is from my backyard, and they emphasize with providing high-end cannabis flour at affordable cost to the consumer, which, of course, is everything we love being from anywhere. They also seek out strategic partnerships with members, including former NBA star Mike Bibby with his signature brand right here, Team Dime Bubblelicious, which we'll hear more about. Other strains under this beautiful The Pack Bros umbrella include BC32, which I can't wait to hear all about, something that made me hungry, and Pitt, no, we're not eating it, but it's called Grits. Then they called M&M's. And then they got Orbit Fragrance, Blueberry Cannoli, and many more. Let's give our guests, folks, a very special welcome. Aaron Thompson, Anthony, Dana, Bobo, and Tony. Everybody's over here, folks. You You guys, it is a real pleasure to have you guys all on the show with us. As uh, Mike Bibby just fucked everything up before you guys got here. <laughs> really? He, he, did, he did his fucking thing. Dog, yes, it sir. is so great to see Mike come out the green closet like that. And let's just jump right into this real quick, Aaron. How does Big Brother and Mike come to you and say, I got this idea because, Dane, let's just face it. You're the one up here smoking a fucking fatty right now. <laughs> Well, damn and right. Dane's big brother to Mike Bibby. Yes. Well, yes. well, how that. So, happened? how does this relationship come with this whole team dying bubblelicious? So, how that happened was, um, we have a, a very strong brand presence in Sacramento. Um, a, a mutual friend of ours um, brought him in to me because he seen the traction we had, and he he thought it would be a great idea to make this marriage, make this marriage between us. When he came, I was like, I don't know what the fuck. Dane, you remember that shit? Yeah. Like, I didn't know what the fuck. Like, this guy comes to me and says, hey, I want to do something. And my brother is Mike Bibby. And I'm like, right. Right? <laughs> hey, and my brother's Malcolm. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I seen him yesterday. You know? Yeah. So, so when he came in, he was very sincere and... Um, he FaceTimed Mike, too. That, that just sealed the deal. He was like, hey, it's for real, Mike, tell him. You gotta like, let him know. And Mike was like, yeah, I'm going to support him, whatever he's doing. Like, and I thought it was a, a good idea. And um, we sat down, we discussed the brand, and we asked him some key questions on, you know, like, what was Mike's favorite this? And what was Mike's favorite that? Just like sort of what you asked earlier with Mike on the other segment I watched, you know? Uh-huh. And... Um, Fishing, and, just yeah, getting to know yeah, motherfucker. And, right. and, and he came down twice, and by the second time, I, I had an epiphany, and I was like, okay, we could do this. We can put a strain together for you. We can, the next thing we could go into is like some 
11 hydroxy gummies or something. We could do a lot of different things <clears throat> to kind of support um, this brand with Team Dime. It's more the athletic, the more sports user. And that's know, what I want to get into because why did you guys go that route? And I know you guys are working with different genetics and whole things like that. Like, talk about that and how you use those words right now, sports. Your guys are going towards that way. What does that mean? Well, if you pay attention, the leagues are all opening up, you know, to cannabis. And it's just the right representation you have to have first, right? Somebody that understands that it's both sides. You got your corporate and you got your... Your, your, your culture, and then you got your athlete that wants to be part of the culture, but they're boxed in, and all they could do is like, okay, I want to be a rapper, and a rapper wants to be an athlete. Ain't that always been the case? Yeah, that's always been the case. So These motherfuckers right here, he still think he can play basketball, Tom. Uh, no, he, he knows. he can still run, too. Yeah, he did. He, he does. I was with him in the strip club. Oh, yeah. He think he can still do something. <laughs> he was running in the strip club. What he club. needs to do is go yeah. buy some of that gray out. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, you know, we sat down, we worked out a strategic partnership, and we launched, and it did so well because, you know, bringing, bringing, Mike, yeah, bringing Mike back to Sacramento was a special thing. Like, he hadn't been back since he left the league. You know, so that was big. I had the memorabilia people coming and hit me up and shit. I was like, that's the first time, like, you would have hit me up for Sports. Well, Aaron, and, and anybody, please elaborate on this, but let's just keep this 100 and think about this out loud. There's only X amount of cities that have legal cannabis in them, right, and states. Mm -hmm. Now, think about those that have basketball teams that have fucking stars like a Mike Bibby or pick the player that's going to Robert or what player from what team can go back and do a brand. Like I'm literally trying to think of so many players oh, like in legal the, the, areas. The, the, the Kevin Garnett. Exactly. Look, but, 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 I'm saying they can. I'm yeah. saying they can. That's the first but thing Mike said, Bibby yeah. did. Yeah. So my point is who else is Mike the first motherfucker to do this? Uh, <laughs> let's, let's put it this way. I would he, say so. I, yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. right? Dane? Like, he's the one. He's, I think so. He's the one. That back to your hometown where you're the man. at. Yeah. I mean, me and Aaron. Well, well, okay, Gary Payton. But we know how that deal works, though. <laughs> and so do I. And did Payton's brand come out with it so strong like this? It's like Payton need to come out with it like with oh, cookies. Oh yes, yeah, exactly. You feel me? Like he we, needs to we come touched, out with it better. That, like what you're doing, oh, he got better. some power though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he did it in uh, he did it in Seattle too, which is kind of I guess that made sense. He did it in Seattle. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that would make you know what I guess you're you're right you know what I, with, I like that you guys said that because you're right actually yeah. that's the first thing person. Aaron said but like you know damn you know Mike come back here this is where he's better known for his NBA career how about this and all that. Mike like, did it the first in California you damn right <laughs> <laughs> exactly but how about that but hey exactly. to be the second but props to GP because the yeah, club's no yeah. love that's all good well, well, I, I, well here's the other thing mad at that yeah the other thing was this too like you don't really see Gary supporting the culture supporting the streets. When Mike came in, he, he gravitated right towards the, the, the culture. Like, they, we, we lifted him back up and, and said, hey, come on. We fuck with you because His you brother fuck with from us. the streets. Yeah. You know, exactly. So, <laughs> oh, which one? You? Oh, the not older this guy. One. Okay. The older one the that older comes one. in yeah. going, okay, we doing this. So, so it made a lot of sense. And then <laughs> the one thing people love to see is when you're not so much invested that you're not invested. Like, when you invest your time into something, it's worth more than the money. The money's right. going to come. Isn't that the truth? And yeah. it comes from love, too, when you're just doing it for the right reasons. Right reasons. And you're doing it yeah. 
to make good medicine for people. Yeah, and we help a lot. We help a lot of people that are trying to get into business, too. What that, do you mean? Elaborate on that. That's what Pack Bros is about. You know, we, we're an incubator for, you know, celebrities, junior celebrities. We're in California licensed, micro. So I'm able to white label and set up different brands. And oh, stuff so you like can that. white Pack Bro can just do it. Explain yeah. this whole scenario, right? Because I, I see you as the owner of Pack Bro, but then. How does Smoke Session 420 with Anthony coming to play? I get Dane coming in as with Team Dime Genetics coming in under you on that. Yep. And then Bubba Wida is also a brand ambassador. Bita Wida. Bita Wida, excuse me. My bad, Bita. My so, bad. So, and then Tony, I see that as ambassadors. But how does this other thing play in with Smoke Sessions 420? So what I, what I would say is this. Um, I come from the old school independent record business. What did you do? Which one? Right. Who are you with? Um, I used to manage a, a producer named DJ Durrell. And he Durrell. produced Tupac's Keep Your Head Up back in the day. Oh, don't know of it. Yeah, then before that, I was, before that, I was with Hammer. Oh, Stanley. Yeah, Stanley Burrell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No more. Yeah. So. What'd you do with Stan? Um, I actually wasn't a dancer. Hey, hold on. <laughs> Let me smell your thumb then. <laughs> I got to stay up late. You know, okay. got to hang with Suge and shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I went to the party at his house with him, Dion, yeah. everybody was at. You probably yeah. were at that I was, party. Yeah, I was down the hill by the, the guard shack. Yes, I was at. Yeah. I know you remember the party I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, with Wee Wee and Frosty. Uh, on the salt, yeah, the, on uh, Fremont? Uh, in Fremont. In Fremont. Yeah. I was at that party. Yeah. Our studio was right down <laughs> there, the hill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. funny to bring up that memory like that for me. to. I have a picture of that night still, right. too. No, that, that, I, that, that, was, that was amazing. That night was... At my age, I was blessed. I went to 136 cities in one year. You know, you did it. Yeah, came out, time. Came out the Stop. came out the hood. You know. Oh, so, that's wonderful. Yeah. So that's what you did too. And then yeah. you started this company. How did you do that? Were you from Sacramento? Are you from no? Oakland? So I kind of dabbled in a bunch of different endeavors between that and then. You know, and um, I came back, got legal in cannabis in 2016. Um, I started off with. Uh, a group of eight black doctors, some in sports medicine, stuff like that, you know. Learned the business. I went to college real fast, you know. And then I said, you know what? The thing for us with, with being in the cannabis space, sometimes there's inequities, right? And these guys don't get a chance because financially they couldn't get a chance to get in the business. So Ant is a street legend. For Sacramento and San Francisco. You can see it in his jeans. Yeah. So when Ant, he was a simple person to do business with. He's always been cannoli. He's always been smoke session. Okay. You know, so for him. Ant, were you a grower too? uh, I dabbled a little bit back in the days. Yeah. Yeah. He was always a street legend though. Right. Just pushing packs. Man. Man. Where where at? What area? Around Sacramento. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he, him, and Burner—they all have history. So that brought us our Sacramento, San Francisco connection. You know, Bita Wita's from Oakland. He was a rapper that, um, I, I honestly, I just got introduced to in the last two years. Really? Yeah. Even though I'm from Oakland, I didn't really follow Bita. I left. Oh, really? So know? my spot, by the way, yeah. was Flint's. Oh yeah, F- yeah, Flint's barbecue with real charcoal. Dog, that was my yeah. spot. I yeah. used to go from you San Francisco. Uh, on Everett East 14th. Jones. I mean, Everett and Jones is yeah. the new school. That, but the, okay. like, you on know, East say, 14th, yeah, East right four, there. It, which is now known as the International. Exactly. Yeah. I went yeah. to on it when it was You can park 14th. in the middle of the street now. 
Oh, they have that all yeah, centrified yeah, now, yeah, gentrified or whatever you yeah, call that it, area. It, it was Before, strange. you couldn't even, you didn't even want to drive on that no, street sometimes. No, not at all. So we all like come from music, some sort of background, and it was easy for me to set this platform up to get an opportunity <laughs> to have a, like a piece of of the cannabis business, you know? And so we, uh, from Oakland, Bita, how did you hear about this brand, Pack Bros, and how did you get introduced to him as he mentions you like that? Well, so my, an artist. my bro, the Gatlin from Sacramento, he's uh, one of the co-founders of Pack Bros, and um, we've been doing music for years, and he came to me like one day like, bro, you want to get your own strain? I was like, hell yeah, you know. I've already been known for hustling in the streets, so it just made sense, you know what I'm saying? That's great. I know so many cats from Oakland. I just love that Bay Area vibe and legendary. And like I say, I look at it like Sacramento, too, because I feel like a lot of good cannabis came through this Bay Area so yeah. tough. right? Of course, the humble, but... Yeah, the Bay then, had the best weed. I'm going to just I'm gonna keep it real. Come there, on, man. Y'all if, you, know that. if you was from Oakland and you had the underground grows, you had the best weed. I'm not... San Francisco had good weed, too, right? But... That wasn't considered the Bay at that time. It was, it's, uh, like dude, you were I saying, mean, I, Sacramento, it was like late when that was considered the Bay. Yeah, and I only considered it the Bay because I remember my dad taking me as a kid to Old Town, Sacramento, and seeing the sports shop that was there. And I'll never forget going to the first sports shop where I got my first like Dallas Cowboy shiny jacket from that sports bar that was in the Old Town, Sacramento yeah. area, a little hole-in-the-wall sports store that I... Got, that was the only place that had sports shit back in the day. You're right. Old Town, Sacramento. So when I, when I came back to, to California, I left for a while, went to Miami. I was in nightlife, you know. I had a <laughs> club on South Beach. Okay. Yeah, one, of, one of the only black owners, you know. So when Do, I came back. Doing the whole Luke thing. Yeah, I, see you got the, I see the Luke features in you. Yeah, He's so, been a baller. Yeah, exactly. A, a businessman. So. When I came back, I was like, okay, this is fun. We could do an incubator system, you know, give people of color in my neighborhood, you know, opportunities to be in, in the cannabis space. They were, like like Bita said, they were already all hustling. They were doing something, selling music, selling merch or whatever, you know. And they oh, had like a fan Anthony base. Anthony selling dope, either yeah. one. Yeah, they had a fan base. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, he always had music in his background. Oh, Anthony, too. you did music too? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Give, I, I press give them I press CDs for like a lot of the local DJs and local certain local. artists. Oh, really? I had, I, I had one of them CD duplicating machines that all oh. the, the fully automated ones. Of course, that was the come up back then. What do you mean? That was you like were the that was man. like in, that was like 1996. He, was, he got his money off. Do I remember those times? <laughs> I mean, that was the no that. You ready for this? About three months ago, I literally just threw away. The CD cover stickers, the round ones that you used to stick on them. Mm-hmm. I had a box left over in a storage thing. And I was like, well, I don't think I'm going to need these anymore. Can't even find anything you can't even it. make a CD. I don't have a CD player. <laughs> to think that was your get up and the come up. That was, it was a, that was a good time, too. And then how did you guys connect to with, with this? How did you find Pac Rose? We, just, we all know a lot of the same people. And... Uh, we see what everybody's doing. <laughs> and so then when, you, when they came in trying to do the cannabis game, and like, okay, we in the cannabis game. No, it, just, it, it was right. Like, if I'm going to create a brand, right, and I want the city to represent me, I have to Find pick the up city. the city. You Find know, the and, folks and in the city. this is the city. So once you find that niche group of people who are actually moving around the city, 
and then I give them opportunities, and it just makes it easier. You got everybody to support everybody at that point. And then you look at it and you say legendary groups like Total Devastation, right? Right. And then when you look at T and you think, I look at Total Devastation like some of the legendary groups, and I say legendary groups, and it's funny we mentioned Black Sea, but like the RBL posses, no. that were also screaming cannabis and everything else for everything. And you guys were that group too. And yes. it's just funny that for those who don't know the real history, don't know, then just go Google it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah. it's really out there. How did you, T, find Pack Bros? Because you from the Bay like that, and then you're in SAC, and how did you guys connect like that? Well, actually, me and um, Ant, you know, we're, you know, we like brothers. We have a relationship like brothers. We've been the best of friends for, like, maybe a good 15 years. And when he started uh, his cannoli line, you know, I always wanted to do a brand. I always used to tell him, man, I want to do a brand one day. But he started the cannoli line, and when he started it, I just supported him on what he was doing. And then I decided, I said, you know what would be a good idea? Let's do a song for you. So us and the Gatlin, we made a song for him called Cannoli. We made a cannoli anthem for him. So you can check that out with, with the mechanics, produced by the mechanics. Can't forget okay. about that. Okay, That's yeah. very important. Four racks on the hook. So the next thing our 30th anniversary for Mini Clouds is coming up. So he just thought of the best idea. We, I had a strain I was thinking about called Total Devastation I want to do, but he like, your anniversary coming up for Mini Clouds of Smoke. Let's do a Mini Clouds of Smoke strain for your 30th anniversary. Ooh. So that's where we at. And we're also going to um, do a remix to Mini Clouds of Smoke featuring Burner and Baby Bash. It's already recorded, so it's coming out soon. You, you, know hear, you heard it here first on Cannabis Talk 101. You know what's funny, T, is... I don't have memory of meeting Burner back in the day, which is weird. Bash, everybody else from the Bay like that, I have. Uh, I mean, I done smoked many blunts and kicked it with Strabinsky yeah. from that 1015 yes. Folsom. But I don't, unless I did and don't remember, but I don't have a Burner. Like, I, I don't, didn't kick it with Burner. And Burner came with, a long way. Man. I know, and, and he'd been long doing it. My way. point is me being from the Bay I, like that. I remember I from the beginning when uh, B. Legit was bringing him around. And he was working right. at one of the cannabis clubs. Yeah. B. Legit brought him yeah. around, huh? He used to just be hanging around like all the little functions and shit. You I know love B. Legit, too. I, I'm extremely proud of bro, though. Yeah. I seen him from the beginning. And you know I met him through Goto's. I met him yeah, through Goto's. Goto's was supporting him a lot through the beginning of his career. So that's where I personally remember from from Goto's. doing amazing. When he was doing the black and brown, the 17 reasons and all that. That's where I first got introduced to him. It's funny, yeah, because like I said, being from you know the Bay, and I'm like, damn, Bern, I don't have like fucking memory with you like that, which is crazy. Like you and I were talking yeah. some old shit, like from Hot Day South yeah, Bay, yeah. like Great America shit. We were like yes, yes. young fucking boys rocking mics on stages. <laughs> where it's like, you know what I mean? Oh, how did you guys get to do that at a young age? Because we were dope. It's Cannabis <laughs> Talk 101. We'll be right back after this. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. You know, the funny thing is, folks, you listen to Cannabis Talk 101. I keep it so 100 up here that, you know what I mean? I, I just love it because Aaron's laughing his ass off going, oh, Joe, you're killing it. What time is it, folks? Dime time. That's right. Dime time. Think higher with Dime Industries. Find them in California, Arizona, and Oklahoma. Check out the website, dimeindustries.com. Are on Instagram, dime.industries. My brother, big brother, Dane, it's so good to have you here. Because when we think My about pleasure. the Mike Bibby strain, and Mike says, big brother comes up with it, 10 years older, been smoking, brings the blunt in, sees pack bros, goes in there and says, Aaron, this is my brother, this is what we need to do, this is what we're gonna great and make. How did you come up with now these strains? What it comes into the creation of this great product that you guys are pushing out? Well, at first, it was just a mere thought, right? Something we thought about. I went and I talked to some people. Get a little tight on the mic, please. I went and talked to some people and got, like, tried different strains, and then we ended up getting our own strain, our own genetics that we got going right now. And we had some other genetics Aaron had, so he sat down. We chopped it up. He showed me some of his stuff. We grabbed what we liked, and that's where we come up with that. We came up with a name. Bibalicious, I thought would be perfect for him to come out with first. So we used a jersey, a sack jersey, but no sack jersey, not an NBA jersey. And we used our logo on the front of it. Which is so hard because you know what it is. If you don't know what it is, you just, you know, right. kind of an idiot or just not a sports fan, whatever. Well, I mean, people, people know the, uh, the brand, the Team Dime brand. So now they're going to know it in cannabis. You know what I mean? Which is great, which is a great play and great for Sacramento for you guys. Like, yeah. it gets me giddy. Because I love, I love anybody who represents. I tell folks this. I love country music now because I realize what they're doing. They're representing where they come from. Right. And I love it now because when I listen to it, I go, oh, just listen. It's just different oh, from where I come from. But I like it now. Why? Because I'm hearing their story. And I feel like this is your story. Not that you're country music because, you know, we all hip hop. But it's the same concept of something from different. 
and from something from different from Mike Bibby even jumping into a brand like this. I mean, it kind of goes into the culture where y'all been from forever, where we come from. I started smoking weed when I was six, for God's sake. You know what I mean? But when you get athletes who played in the NBA and who do things like this with Big Brother's influence of like, dog, we, we should really do some shit like this. Well, I'm the smoker, like hardcore smoker. I've been smoking um, cannabis for a while. I'm 53. I've been smoking probably since I was 13 consistently. Yeah. So I just figured it was something that we could do and it could be something big because Sacramento is Tree City. That's where that's where all the good There's good, so much land out there. Out. That's where the agriculture is. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Where it wasn't like yes. you're growing it that much in San Francisco or you're growing that much in Oakland or Berkeley. There's yeah, so no. much there's industrial areas that you just can't have the space like you have in Sacramento. And also it was the hub like for the mountains. So it's that spot to come yeah. through and get the pickup. Because yeah. if you're going to go all the way to the yeah. triangle, you, you might as well just bounce right here to the 209. Definitely. Yeah. So you, you got you to gotta kind of like set your foot down where, you, where, where the people get down with you. It's so fun to yeah. think that you got to capitalize on that whole area, grabbing yeah. these people, yeah. doing the thing. And now, as I read, I want you to talk about you're pushing that it's at a fair price. Why is that so important for you to push your message out that way? And what is a fair price? I think uh, with economics, the way they are now and the way the world is going, I think for people to enjoy a weekly or maybe bi-weekly taste of one of our products, right? It needs to be about 45, 40 bucks to it. And know? 45 bucks, that's for an eighth you're saying? Yeah, for an uh, eighth of flour. And now all you guys that are trying your brands, which you're going to get to the high five and do this. When you guys heard of this brand, and I'm going to start with you, Anthony, because I'm just so curious. When you heard of this company coming in and then you get to do your brand, which is your strain. What type of theory, thought, love did you have to go deep to? Because you're a fucking OG sure. with it. You've been doing it. So you put some thought into what you want to do for your strain. What is that? Talk to me through that process of like, this is what I wanted to do and bring, and now we're doing it at Pack Rose. <clears throat> I mean, I always wanted to do it. And, uh, you know, Aaron came with that opportunity. It was like, it was a no-brainer for me. I mean, did you grab two old seeds that you had in the past that you had in a fucking sock drawer? Oh, he still won't let them fuckers go. <laughs> oh, and that's what I was okay. Yeah. Is that that's yeah. and that's what I love. That's what, that's what I want to hear too. Yeah, he won't. You know let what? It I want to hear that because yeah. that's the, exactly what I want to hear. To be honest, that's why yeah. I'm, I'm pushing. I'm pushing them to let them go though. And and you know what though? That's yeah. so dope that you're good yeah. with that. And I I'm glad you guys are saying this because yeah. that's what it's about still. Yeah. This is your strain. This is what you're doing. Right, right. This is I yeah. love that. Yeah. And what's it called? The, end, the, the blueberry cannoli. The blueberry the cannoli. How'd you come up with that like that? Fire. Man. Fire. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Man. <laughs> Fire. The yeah. cannoli, I just, actually, I came with the name because uh, uh, I want to do like an Italian pastry or something. You know, my fat ass, that's exactly where I went with it. I'm like, mm, cannoli. You got one? I, I looked like, no, a sprinkle of caramel of and chocolate on it. But cannoli just stood out, so. It's a great name, too. Yeah. Great name, great feel, great look. Everything about it seems right and tight, and it just, it seems to flow. So what's going on next with this company? Where are we going to see you guys doing big things? Where's the push? Where's the dispensaries? Is it on every big brand or we have delivery service yeah. what do we got going so, on next so right pack bros? right now pack bros just launched his non-retail <laughs> delivery 
Um, we launched this week, and we did our first delivery a Tuesday of this week. Congratulations. Thank That's you. huge. Thank you. Um, I'm partners in three licenses, so we, we, we eventually will be all the way delivering down to Modesto from Sacramento. That's great. Yeah. Um, um, but can't I, you I, deliver all over the state with a license? Yeah, yeah, but... I, I'm, you should only take over what yeah, you I'm get. taking... Like, I want everybody to point to that side from Southern California and say, oh, those <clears> dudes <throat> up in SAC, and that's Pack Bros. Pack Bros. Yeah. So when you, when you try to go and spread your brand thin, you don't have enough resources to, to support your community around the brand. And I think that's the most important thing. As you said, community, and I read community, and I, I, and I know just because you got to be down with the community like Bita and everybody else, Dane and Anthony and Aaron, and, and especially you, T, as I know, because we come from the community like that. Why is it so big for Pack Bros to do so much with the community from your standpoint as the CEO like that and grabbing these like that to say, hey, and you, and you mentioned it again, mm-hmm. that's, community. That's going to be... Your, 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 your fan base. That's going to be the people who go reoccur and buy your stuff. That's the people who are going to go buy your merch. That's the people who are going to be involved. Because they see you. You're, you're obtainable. It's your people. You, and you're always doing something at the dispensary in their neighborhood. You're, and if you, if you can't afford to do it, you just don't do it. So I'm a big guy. On but are you guys a storefront then in Sacramento? Because as you say that, and I hear community, I think, are you going to have a storefront? Or do you guys just have your office? Yeah, or no, if we, we're partners in a four-store module, right? So, uh, and then we're in about 41 stores right now. Major stores, Cookies, Santa Ana. We just dropped uh, Cookies, Woodland Hills, uh, Lemonade. Van Nuys. Van Nuys. Dr. Green Thumbs. Melrose. Then we went to Dr. Green Thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. See, you guys are hitting spots. Steve LaBelle Shops. Yeah. Oh. That's my family. That's my brother. Mr. We Working. Yes. We always working. Tell Steve, I haven't seen Steve in such a long time ago, way back with Steve. Oh. That's family. Senior LaBelle. Yes, sir. Yes. He's a real good one. Great Great man. The music and the guys, they fit in. They make it easy because they can actually obtain the community around the stores. You know, they they could go and bring... Customer flow up that day. They can get you on an instant IG post, on on an instant whatever, whatever, and then boom, bang, boom, and now these stops are popping, and I'm over there, and I'm selling more, more, more weed out there shops. And not only that, B was over there getting (laughs) his stable even fuller. You know what I'm saying? So he's gonna show up and post (laughs) up. We already know that. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We're gonna come back with the high five with these five right here. It's Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. We'll be right back after this. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Together we can, folks, at Devices. Hashtag together we can. C-A-N-N-D-E-V-I-C-E-S. Got to give a big shout out to everybody over here that does so much over here. Jan, Erica, Daniel, Cal, Christian A. I loved watching your videos over the weekend. Christian S., Danny P. Funk, Connor, Gabrielle, Sagar, Jessica, Cash, Cam, Kimberly, Isaiah, Salar. I don't know why I keep messing up Sagar's name like that, but I love when I mess up and go back and fix it. Nadia, Ali, Pitt, Devin, Chris Franchino, Jennifer, and Elvis, and of course, Mark Carnes. Thank you so much. Hitting, sitting here with the Pack Bro family and everybody that's associated with you guys, hearing what you're doing is so inspiring because there's nothing better than just giving back to the community. And like you say that, Aaron, and I've read it and I've seen it a couple of times and hearing your success with your humble brag, you motherfucker, owning <laughs> all this shit that you do. Can I fucking get 500? No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I got you. But it just makes me proud. Like, I love what you're doing, dude. Like, you got these grown-ass men next to you, and you're the one that I could just tell by Big Brother's fucking comment of what a G you are on some real shit that less was said and more was said on less. And I just appreciate you, Aaron, on some, like, taking care of the real motherfuckers that are out here doing it. Great like, motherfucker. Exactly. And Thank I you. see what's going on appreciate here it. on some real-level shit to grab the real Gs from SAC that have been doing it and putting it down in the town forever, an OG from San Francisco that's just been around ever forever, oh, and, and a new and a new fucking Bay Area SAC cat. East Oakland, East, East Oakland. Oakland. My bad, yeah, but my point is still using the communities and the areas and really focusing on the real people of the community that look like us. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. And that's what you're doing. Yes. Yeah. And I commend you as a man. As another man saying thank you for doing that to the community because that, folks, is what Pack Bros is really about. Yeah, for all this other shit we talking and talking about this and that. This is what Pack Bros is about. Right. So when you support Pack Bros, this is the man and the people that you're supporting and feeding 
who have been in the game forever and doing the things, and Big Brother, who's been doing it, to convince Little Brother to go, let's go. And, and this is what this type of team is. And I'm really admiring it and saying it in the way I see it. And that's all I'm doing is speaking to the audience who knows, like, you guys, I appreciate this is that. a real company yeah. with a real dude who's done some real successful stuff mm -hmm. and seeing and hearing your story going, wow, I can see, okay, we might have crossed paths here, might have crossed paths there. That is dope what you're doing, man. Man, I appreciate that. One of the things, too, with us in business, right, we don't get an opportunity to explore the space of actually operating a board, right? We just usually be partners in the business or whatever, right? We've got an LLC and a couple of things going on. You know, I mean, that's <laughs> it, right? So with this, is kind of special, too, because we do actually board me meetings, all the brand owners, two days a week, right? Really? So, so guys working. It, yeah, it, ke it keeps everybody in tune with what's going on because we're moving so fast right now. We're about to launch in, uh, I didn't tell these guys, but we're launching in Vegas in September. The oh, whole brand, all no, of them? All of them. Yeah. You're lying. No, Business no. 702. You yeah. told me. Uh, oops, oh, yeah. oh thank you. Sorry. Come on now, Aaron. Okay, I got to get my drop. Hold on. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so your guys are we taking coming. the whole brand of yeah, well, Nevada. Yeah, I'm, I'm working at MSO now. I'm trying to get, you know, multi-state licensed. And That's that the Luda. game. Yeah. When he yeah. moved, we moved. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, just that. like that. Yeah. Here. Yeah. We really like a family around here, man. Yeah. Hey, it's a team. He's just yeah. a captain, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and you know what's funny? He seems like a real good one. On some real, like, just recognizing game. Great that. motherfucker, for real. Hey, Great I'm just man. humbling myself and taking notes. I'm just learning, you know? Hey, I'm ready to grab a notepad and come aboard. You and, know what I'm saying? And you know what's crazy? Sliding in. Because I'm falling into this mentor role, right? Yeah. And, and I didn't realize it, but I was just doing the right thing. I felt like nobody gave me an opportunity when I first started, right? I had to go to five years, two, three split partnerships, a lot of money lost, you know, a lot of friends lost. And then I said, you know what, I'll bootstrap this one and I'm going to train my partners this time, right? And I'm going to see if they're as hungry as me. Like if they're, if they get up as early as me, I know he's five in the morning, he's five in the morning, he's five, he's at the gym and five, like, so they, they, they're already living a healthy lifestyle. Now it's like, let it work for you. Right. You know, so. That's such yeah. a wonderful thing. Cause yeah. if I'm not mistaken, I would roll the dice that B was rolling in at five and not waking up at five. <laughs> <laughs> at five o'clock in the morning. Every no, day. you just said, I believe you, but you just still that <laughs> young one. When I look at that Tigo, we all used to kick but, it. But, but he'll call me at five. Yeah. No I might be up to about two o'clock in the morning at the studio too. Yeah. Exactly. You got to yeah. work. You got to go work. Get it in and get this workout well, on. You, you know what, to. you guys, we're going to do the high five. We're going to go straight down the line, start Let's from go. Aaron to Big Brother. And we go straight down the line that way, okay? We're going to send the same question. Maybe it's a different answer. Maybe it's not. Question number one. The brothers from the Pack Bros. Aaron, how old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where would you get it from? Twelve. And, um, shit. I probably grew it. At twelve? <laughs> Come on, you didn't grow it at twelve, dog. That I got in happen. trouble. I got in trouble. That means you're growing it at like eleven. So and let, shit. let me let me tell you something. At that time, I was fucking mischievous. <laughs> I was really mischievous. So you yeah. really believe you already was growing look, some look, cannabis I plants? I took one of my dad's seeds because I didn't want to take his weed, and I so, put it in a little cup, a little plastic cup, and I put it in the closet I had right, 
and I went to Orchard Supply and bought a 500-watt light bulb. And I grew it, and the fan was in the closet making noise all night. My mom was like, what the fuck is going on in your room? And so you grew yeah. your own weed, finally, and that's how you smoked, and that's how you smoked your own weed. There. It didn't. It tastes yeah, like of fucking bullshit. Your, but it doesn't be exactly. <laughs> it was uh, like, but your first fucking. But thing I was one of those mind thinkers. You was, fucking grew yeah. something at twelve years old. Yeah, that is. Dumb. My grandma taught me how to use rusty nails to get magnesium and shit like that. Oh, so you're a fucking yeah. full on nerd. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah, he's a scientist. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> H- hence, AKA yeah. nerd. <laughs> Respectful. Okay. <laughs> the question never go ahead, yeah. Dane. Me probably when that's I was dope, like. That's your own shit. I never heard nobody say that. That's the first time. I just gotta say, we hear a lot of great crazy shit. Aaron, that's one of the craziest fucking things I've ever heard for the first question. Uh, hands down, I've done 560 shows. <laughs> you gotta smoke pack bros to understand. That's just a great story. Nobody ever grew their own shit at 12. Yeah. I'm just saying. Dang, what about you? Here's the question. How old were you the first time you smoked and where'd you get it from? Probably like uh, 12 years old. Got it from one of my uncles. Because I used to be curious, sitting in the car with them going to the park to play basketball and stuff. And great smell right. in the car. Everybody's coughing. I didn't know why. <laughs> so eventually, as soon as I got a chance to, to know why... I made that happen. <laughs> so at 12, did you grab it yourself or they handed it to you? No, they gave it to me. I, okay. t- I, I kind of like took it. They right. kind of gave it to me. You know what I mean? Right. Leave, Give it me some- a- Leave it somewhere for me to go get it. It's still lit. I don't and even know. And I went and it. got it. <laughs> that's lovely. What about you? I had to say 12. Seemed like 12 is a magic number. Right? And I, that's why yeah, I said yeah. sometimes it gave you the same but different. Yeah. So right. funny. In middle school. I got it from uh, under my mom's bed. Moms was smoking. Yeah, moms was smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Did she catch you? <laughs> nah, she didn't catch me. When she see this, she's going to trip out because she, she didn't even know about oh, it. Oh, she don't even know <laughs> when you were 12, you were getting in mommy's stash? She had her joints rolled up under her bed, and I went up under there, and I, you know, fell in love. Man. Oh, that's lovely. Fell and- in love. Shoot, I was a late bloomer. I didn't start till I was like uh, 24 years old. Where'd you get it from? Uh, big bro. Big bro at 24. How many years older is you? Shout out to big bro. Two. Two years, uh, so 24 uh, and 26. Uh, <laughs> Alan Sack. He, now, he's been smoking since he was about eight years old. Though. Oh, really? Okay, he's a young one. Damn. That's lovely. What about you, T? I can re- remember like yesterday. I was 14 years old. I was driving down 3rd Street with my cousin Victor. In San, in San Francisco, 3rd yeah, Street. One way. Coming down Oakdale, turning on 3rd Street. And my cousin Victor said, little motherfucker, you need to hit some of this. What's the name? <laughs> you need to hit some of this uh, Colombian Mary gold. Jane. I was 14, but I was bad. I was already off the porch doing, I was, I was, I was bad. So I was already off the porch. And um, my mom tried to have me go with my older cousin so I would stay out of trouble. But they started introducing me to weed. So, And it was Colombian gold. That's the first how random you remember the string? Colombian gold. gold. <laughs> skunk. There it goes. That's what I remember. That's skunk. That's I am. Skunk. skunk. That's all yeah. you need. <laughs> Question number two of the high five with the pack bros. Aaron, what's your favorite way to use cannabis? Um, smoke. Flour. Joint, blunt, uh, bong. How do you like you, to smoke flour? You want me to give you this? Give me what you see. What's okay. your go-to? Papers rule the world. Zigzag old school, you like the one with the wire in them? Like, what's your go-to? Uh, zigzag king paper. And just a nice, is it a pinner? Is it a good size nah, pinky? No, I smoke three fives. Oh. I don't, I, don't, I don't smoke little joints. You like a three-fiver. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what happened? Um, I was 
introducing the brands to like celebrities and shit. And a lot of them smoke leaves. They smoke blunts and stuff. And I wanted them to taste my weed. So I said, I roll a big ass joint. Then they'll, they'll make an exception and, and hit it and get a chance to taste my strains and stuff. So that's why I roll big joints. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's like. It makes a lot of yeah. sense. What about you, big brother? Question number two, what's your favorite way to use cannabis? Papers. Raws. Raw cones I like. You like the cones? Because it don't get all, like, all the resin and stuff don't get tied up in it. Like, you know, the old school papers we used to that, have. I never had those exactly. I had the old school papers, old school too. Zigzags? And I had a roach clip all the way. Yeah, so the old hat. school zigzags we had at the, at the end of the joint would be all gooey from all the uh, resin. I like using the raws because the raws are like at the cone, so you can hit it all the way to the bottom. I used to love collecting all my little roaches, though, and put them in the, the little proto pipe. <laughs> I, I have a friend named Ede. I used to have a jar. My boy E in there. I have a jar. It was like a big, big-ass jar filled with nothing but roaches. He the best back, way. He came back from Alabama. It took him a month to kill it. I felt sometimes <laughs> the roaches got me higher. They do. Right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, back it in the day, I hit a, too, for some some, I mean, yeah, sometimes yeah. it just gets a little whatever taste, but I'll be like, ooh. Get the hash, that's on it, the oil. Yeah, that, it, it's harsh. So it's real harsh. When you hit it, it's like, <gasps> damn, yeah. they're like a cigarette or something. BB, you know what I mean? use cannabis? Um, blunts. What kind? Backwood, fronto, gravelies. Blunts. Yeah. It, it depends on what type of mood I am, too. Like, every now but your go-to is going to be a blunt. Yeah, for sure. Mine was a go-to blunt. Swisher and Vega all day. That's old right. school. Exactly. You can't smoke no Swishers no more. Boy. You can't pull up with no Swisher, boy. Everybody like your Vegas. Y'all got to bounce 11.5 in the house. You remember that shit? Remember Oh, come on now. What about you, favorite way? I'm strictly papers, too. Strictly papers? Just regular zigzags? Just some raws or elements or whatever's around. T? I smoke mad blunts. Everybody that know me, you know, I smoke mad blunts. I smoke two blunts at a time. I get the two-pack, I roll two blunts, and I smoke them at the same time. I go back-to-back. Back. I do that all the time. That's why his blunts. voice stays so mad deep. Mad blunts. Hey, voice switches, stays so though, deep. hey, that's total <laughs> devastation for you right there. Switches. Total devastation. <laughs> Craziest place you ever used or smoked cannabis with the pack, bros. Aaron started off. Oh, man. It was crazy because it was such a beautiful view, right? That's crazy. We were in Miami, and we did a um, a rooftop event with Lewis Oliver. I was just about yeah, that shit was crazy. Like just to smoke I, and look at the. I, the I was on top was of somebody's roof. Yeah, that shit is when you when you getting high at that elevation, you looking down on something. That's just a trip. Yeah. Especially How when high were you? Especially when you're that young. Probably about forty feet. Oh, that's nice. Feet just up in there. Okay, doing it. What about you? I had to say in the Bahamas. Bahamas? Yeah, in the Bahamas. At the Atlantis. You smoked that, Beta? Yeah. Hey, Beta, you I know... I brought it with me. What you mean? Okay. Beta, you, oh, you know that's highly illegal there, right, Beta? Oh, that shit yeah. was black. Hey, <laughs> and that's <laughs> crazy to do that because you know you can go yeah. way yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. really That crazy. shit was black yeah. when I was there. I was cool. I bought a pack of Newports. Right? <laughs> and just <laughs> double hit it so I can get it. Yeah, just, just a little buzz real quick and throw that shit away. <laughs> I ain't risking it there, <laughs> boy. What about you? Uh, Waikiki and that, that long pier that goes out there on the uh, on the beach. You guys are all taking me down romantic lanes yeah, and shit. I mean, then I got a crazy one. No, but it's good. It's yeah. good. But you know, I'm about to take one of you motherfuckers on a date though. So <laughs> 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 I didn't know this show's getting romantic up here. Huh, I said for me when I went on tour back in the day um, on the Rio Grande, 
in New Mexico when we did that, the Rio Grande. That was interesting. It's always fun like that, yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was an interesting view, and we did we did a show actually out there on the Rio Grande. We was we was doing a. We was actually doing a um, high time store oh, back nice. then, yeah. yeah. And it's funny because like crazy is crazy for everyone, right? And I think sometimes crazy is the beautiful. Because I remember being in Mexico on fucking eight hits of E on a fucking jet ski Man. and being crazy, <laughs> crying because I'm feeling myself so much with my boy JV from the doghouse. Yeah. And it's like when you talk about crazy moments in life, like that was crazy for you. Why? Yeah, I was yeah. just floating on a jet ski, but I was crying on some like feeling myself. <laughs> like, why were you crying? Because everything was so fucking beautiful. I mean, that's, that's, that was the E. I remember those days too. Yeah. Right. Uh, Cancun, Give me some weed. Mexico. Fuck everything else. I'm cool. And I woke up to the water hitting me in the fucking morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Coming from the club. Like, whoa, whoa, that's water hitting me. Question number four, the high five with the pack rose. What is your go-to munchies after you get high, Aaron? Um, I like Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah. Frozen too, like good old Mike, or just cold, lukewarm, Man, anything? Man, melted. Oh, you like yeah, them I don't ready. care. You like them just, just fuck with them. Mainline them. Fucking <laughs> yeah, give me the whole, the whole thing. Black tar style yeah. right in the neck. <laughs> Turn the whole bag up. What about you? Same shit. Really? Reese's, yeah. You and Cold your brother, in the huh? Refrigerator. Oh, boy. Or a Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them the two. I'm going to have to say the, uh, the Smucker sandwiches. You know what I'm talking about? The, with the peanut butter? Yeah, you know what I'm talking the about. The little round ones yeah. that are already pre-made, you yeah. little yucky motherfuckers that didn't have that for us as a kid. Those ones that got me jealous. out for a little bit. The ones that we had to make our own over? You mean those ones that got me so fat I feel like I want to freebase those motherfuckers? They look so good? I love those things. Those are a good one. Not only that, I feel like I want to put one in like my, my air fryer just to see what it no, does. Yeah, you that's what they do at my bit. office too. The kids do, do they? That shit. Like I'm like that at looks lunch. like what something we put in an air fryer. Maybe just try a little bit for five minutes. They get to work and smoke weed. Look at what kind of world are we in. Here too, these moments. Oh my god! <laughs> Welcome to the campus, Pitso Stone, right there. Look at him. His eyes are open right now. <laughs> it's about trying. They should be. They should never want to go home for work. You probably run a slave ship. Uh, over I mean, here. No, I'm just playing with you. Hey, do I? Maybe we don't run a slave ship over here, Pit. Tell him. I let him go home the other day. He had food poisoning. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I make him call me uncle. Don't look at my left eye either. <laughs> What about you? I would go too much. Shit, I'll fuck around and eat a bowl of cereal or something. What kind? Either uh, some Captain Crunch or some... Uh, say honeycomb. Go ahead. You can say it. The Captain Crunch store always just a some good... Honey, just some Honey Nut Cheerios or something like that. Honey yeah. Nut Cheerios. He, he, T, what you go to? Right? Yeah. I like the little mini bites. You know, those little uh, mini bites, they come four in a pack? No. Mini bites from where? Four in a pack. I think, I think the um, hostess, they, they come in different oh, flavors. Sweet like the, donut oh, sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like the, yeah, they come yeah, yeah. in chocolate chip, yeah, uh, blueberry, yeah. uh, banana. Oh, those uh, are so moist. That chocolate. package is yeah. so player now. Man, I fucked them my up. My kids eat those all the day, I eat too. a whole box. Matter of fact, I get my son. <laughs> hey, his, son, you his, get those boxes? Those I get my son his own lunches. boxes, and I get my own boxes. So. It's funny because they got the banana nut. They got the chocolate chip. They got a few different varieties. It's that, funny that that's a go-to munchie because I haven't ever done that one yet. Yeah. I've had them try as the moist ones. You got to try That's it. a good one. <laughs> question number five of the high five. I love this question because it gets deep, it gets right, and there's nothing wrong with it. None of them are nothing wrong with it. But question number five of the high five with these lovely brothers here from the Pack Bros. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead or alive, 
Who would it be and why, Aaron? I would love to smoke with Bob Marley. I mean, I have my reasons. What are yours? Um, just to see if the weed we have now compares to the weed they smoked well, then. Well, unfortunately, Aaron, you really realize that he was smoking damn near Bamber. <laughs> yeah, I did too. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I say you know he was damn near smoking bad. Yeah, but I just want to see how high he would get off our strains, Woo! right? I want to see his, his, his music, what he, what he did off our strains. That, that would be, be a good conversation. Yeah. That would be fun to be like, let's smoke some of this pack bro. It makes shit some right shit, here. man. That's good. What about you? Iron Mike. Mike Tyson. I mean, that's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. I that's mean, that's coming. a funny, that's a deep one for you. That's a, because you know nah, that's I mean, going to happen, yeah, right? I mean, I like, that's not even manifested going to happen. Like, that's going to happen you, you on some understand. easy shit. I, I've been around athletes from So my Mike's father, a still deep step, one. Yeah, I mean, everybody. No matter what. Everybody, I've been around everybody, athletes and everybody that smoked. So Mike's I've done one, a good share of it. You know what I mean? What's the best fight? The, what, what was the best letdown but best appreciation when you were like, oh, because you know we all bought the, the rounds. We all put money in to buy the rounds and the hats. And, and, and if you don't know what I know, then you weren't old enough to fucking watch a Tyson fight because at a Tyson fight, 15 motherfuckers are buying 10, 20, $100 oh. rings for a week and you put the, each one in the hat and you watch a Tyson fight. Of course. And you pick your number out and... You'd be disappointed because the motherfucker was knocking people out. <laughs> One, quick. two, or three. Yeah. Quick. Yeah, he was. He he used to train in Arizona, so we used to we we handed out turkeys with him one time in Arizona. But he's a good, great dude, man. Oh yeah. You know when he turned into the ring, he do what he's supposed to do. He turned into an animal. I love it. I love him. I love his brand. I love what he's doing with his brand. I love how he's an advocate of how it works for him, how it calms him down, keeps him right. His story, his testimonial. He's out there to prove to people that you could be a little crazy. He's really He's, he's a real he's motherfucker really and he's a, helped him. He's really a great dude. If you're yeah. like if you're a good friend to him, he's gonna give you it all. He you seems I mean? like a, I'm a not a good dude. friend to him, but I love him and I support he's him a and good I, dude. I need to get him. I I've we was you recently at G four together. But you know, it's gonna happen organic. He's I don't really force anything dude. and it's gonna happen because I'm who I am and I know who he is and it's gonna be yeah, right when it's work, gonna be right. And I've had work. and I've had encounters with him where I broke bread with him at, at his hotel in Santa Monica. I'm a big boy and we've had some encounters, but not the cannabis talk one on one encounter. He had some Joe Grande Power One O Six encounter shit. Right. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Right. It's a different type of vibe. I so you. you know. But we'll make that happen. That being said, dead or alive. Tupac. And why? Tupac, man. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> so that's your guy. Yeah, that's my guy. Hands down. Hands down. Favorite Tupac song? Uh, you gonna put me on the spot? It's too many. Let me think. Isn't that hard when they? But what was that first one? There was the first one that came to your head, and even if it's the it's Buster so many, one, it's so many. Bro. Even though you're I'm like, just, I don't want to say it. That per- gonna, Dear Mama, and, go ahead, and say ambitions it. Ambitions of a Rider. Okay, Ambitions I knew of it was a Rider. That one too. Yeah, yeah. I actually got an album coming out called Mama Valley when I redid a bunch of Pac stuff. It's that shit gonna be hot. It's going crazy. That's good. I, I was fortunate to meet him. It's good to do. Mine would probably be Pac, too. Really? Yeah. I smoked with, like, everybody already. And just, the, like, where he would go with it, something. Like, just, you know, the, it'd just be cool. What about you, T? I think I would go with uh, Peter Tosh, the legendary Peter Tosh. Oh, yeah. Because that whole Legalize It thing influenced us to do our Legalize It album and Mini Clouds. So. Well, it's so funny that you, you would bring Peter such, Tosh. and I don't say obscure, but... Peter Tosh is kind of an obscure name to the fact of he's huge in the reggae world. And if you don't know the quote-unquote, of course, Bob Marley name, but in my opinion, 
Peter Tosh might be the next name to follow, right? After Bob Marley, yeah. I mean, Bob Marley and the Whalers, of course, but then Peter Tosh is not the next big reggae name to come out, right? Hey, he was huge. Yeah, he's, that's a, he's am a reggae I, and, legend. Are you ready for this? If now I'm not mistaken, that's the first time we've heard Peter Tosh. Am I not mistaken that? Yeah. First time we've heard Peter Tosh, and I respect it, yeah, and I love it, there. and Thank I you. like it a lot because I, too, am a Peter Tosh fan. Thank you. And I, too, see, I, I'm a fan of everyone's that people said, but I like the obscure because you, I've heard them all. If too. you ever looked at our, our first album, Legalizer, with the cartoon when we was in the uh, field of marijuana, we got that from uh, Peter Tosh's Legalizer album. So when that, that influenced de Total Devastation yes. like that? That was the influence, Many yes. Clouds and smoke. Yes. <laughs> that, whole, that whole thing, yeah. That is so fucking dope that Peter Tosh influenced you guys like that. I never knew that. Yeah. We, we was, well, my partner, he was a hustler and I was a college kid. So back then I did college radio and I used, we used to play a lot of Where? college. City College of San Francisco. And then I went Gators. to Fresno State. Oh, Fresno State. Okay. The Gators were San Francisco State. Did you remember Kevy Kev at a Stanford? Yeah. 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 So, Shout out to Kevy Kev. So here's some Bay Area history knowledge and history on hip hop. Kevy Kev is the first one to bring hip-hop to the Bay Area from yeah. that radio station at, at Stanford. fucking Stanford. At Stanford, yeah. Then KML brought the fucking shit there. Yeah. But Kevy Kev, yeah. for those who need to know the Bay Area history, hip-hop yes. legendary of how it comes, and playing all the old school... Me remember Donnie Simpson? Oh, yes. Magic Good number Donnie, video. Donnie, yeah. Yeah. Oh, KSO. Yeah. Yeah. KSO! Yeah. He said Donnie Simpson. <laughs> Donnie Simpson. <laughs> Damn, late wow. night Donnie yeah. Simpson. But he was on K Soul. He was on K S O L, boy. Yeah, that and Soul Beat Television. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Not only days. that, I remember y'all remember watching that TV show on Saturday mornings. They showed all that it was a black lady that used to host it and she had like two short back in the day on it. Home that, turf was it home turf. Was it home turf? Home turf. Yep. I've been trying to remember the name. Home turf. Home turf. Yep. Home I was turf. talking about some shit because I was with Short the other day going, Short, I remember seeing you on Mother. I forget the name of the show, but oh, girl, we couldn't remember the name. Dominique. Dominique, that was her yeah. name. Yes, yep. yes. <laughs> home yeah. turf. And, she, and she's from my neighborhood. She's from the Mission. She's from the Dude, Mission I District. I used to love watching yes. that as a kid. And to me, that's... And that's facts, Bay Area history, hip hop, yeah. like that's how it came. That's, that's yeah. the She's era the one, was, like she, and yeah. it wasn't a dude that was doing a show on the weekends, folks. It was a woman. Yeah. And she was rapping. She, she yeah. used to be flowing. <laughs> that home, was the home first turf. show, think about yeah. it, dog, ever. And then, yeah. you know, you think about other cats that came out, Total Devastate, MC Twist, like we mentioned. Yeah. Cats like that were the early Bay Area hip hops. And it's dope to see you guys up here doing it and coming in and joining in with Pac Rose and if you being think a about part it, of the history. Ev everybody from the Bay Area in that era, Richie Rich, Be Legit. Are you Billy Joe with you guys? Yeah. No, I'm just saying, we all got strains. We all got in the cannabis business. And why isn't 40? Just, just because of his liquor? He's yeah, just cool? he, he's doing some you know, other that, things. That, that ain't his thing. His yeah. thing is the liquor. He, yeah. ain't, he ain't never really been like a yeah, business. That's, that's always been yeah. more. It makes sense for him to do liquor. Yeah. You know that wine. Yeah, you know, Frawley just wanted to hit it one time. Hey, little time. cousin, the little <laughs> one we used to kick yeah. with, although, uh, what's his name? They used to come over The little with shorter the one we used to kick, you know, Carla Rossi. I remember yeah. kicking it with that Carla yeah. Rossi back in the day. Rossi. That's all he used to bring Frawley up. Oh, you you but, but when you think about it, it's kind of like it, it encapsulates what went on back then. Like, we used to do independent out the trunk shit, 
We used to go to record stores, Leopold's and Rasputin's, and sign records. Yeah. Now they can do the same San thing. San Jose in Tower Records, yeah. fucking all Remember the bulls. Two Ozies. Yeah, Dude, what do you mean? Ready for this? I, I was, bought a tape off fucking Too Short at the Berryessa Flea Market <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. That's the first time I got a Too Short fucking tape. <laughs> You ch- I put that it. on everything. He's like, I'm put it. I'm pulling files out now. <laughs> that's right. You know what I mean? Like, that's and I, I had that to where I told him, I go, what I, I said, t- I go, just to let you know, dog, on some real shit. I remember buying your first tape at the Barrier Supply Market off you, in the fucking parking lot. Like and that's how the history goes for me from you. And we didn't slap hands, and it was just like, okay, cool, I got five on it. Bam, bam. <laughs> you have a lot of respect from us on this stage at Pack Bros. I'm telling you, you get it. And, and that's why I share my stories because yeah. I'm part of this culture with you guys, yeah. and that's why I like you guys and what you're doing. That's why I commended you for helping these young brothers. As yeah. you know, I feel like we got history. I feel stupidly enough that this is my other little younger, bigger brother as well because I have a ten year bigger brother, and you look like him, even though you're younger. You look like him. <laughs> right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just funny, and I'm just as good looking as this motherfucker. So he better slow down, even though I'm fifty. You know what I mean? Quit eyeballing me like that. I'll put my grill on, slap him in the motherfucking mouth real quick. You know what I mean? And then I got my fucking cholo cousin over here. Over here, we're doing it. You're damn it's right. family up yeah. here. So when I said, look at each and every one of you, I got a fucking personal, either a beef or something good with it. You know what I mean? I've gotten a beef with this youngster because he's looking too good for me. You mean he needs to let me shine a little bit? I'm 50, I look good. Don't come up here and make me look fatter than I am. You know what I mean? Jeez. Help it's me out, good. Aaron. Don't it's bring a good-looking good. young man like this next time, please. Yeah, man. Look, next time it'll be just the old heads. Uh, just as old Jesus is good enough. But we need to teach the youngsters. No, I love it, dude. You know I love you, mean, you here, like, too, because yeah. I feel like this is you're going to be the one. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be the one doing what, what he should have been doing and what he's already done and what we've yeah. done and what we're doing. So it's your time to take it. Really? Now, now we can do it legal. You know what I mean? Right. All the yeah. shit that motherfuckers yeah. are getting caught the up key. for. Yeah. Yeah, That's so, the key to you know, everything. Is there anything it's I'm missing that we didn't talk about the brand? And anybody else, feel free to speak on some. Shout out to somebody that you guys want to speak on before we end this show. Shout out to Plex for making it happen for me, for even introducing me to Aaron. And shout know, out man. to the Gatlin, man, for bringing me in on the squad. Tree City, boy. Yeah, big shout out to Aaron. And I'm going to shout out a couple of people. I'm going to shout out you for having us on your Thank show. You, Aaron. Class act. Right? Um, Cannabis Talk 101 You're makes me right. feel real good to be yes. in your family. P-Funk. It's good. It feel, hey, dog, it does feel right, Great though, shout right? Out to P-Funk. And you know what's funny? Yeah. Is I've never done a show unless Blue is sitting next to me. I've never had a guest sit right next to me this close and do the interview this close. With me. Oh, man, I'm special. Can I get my fucking wallet back now? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, the CEO of the company, can I get my wallet back now? <laughs> yeah, one day. Yeah. T, anything else you want us to get out? Oh, man, I want to shout out a couple of guys from the team. You know, um, our boys back home, Bethel 916, my boy Buddy Cannoli, you know, Anna Banana, you know, just all the family, all the people in Sacramento that support the Bay Area. My boy, uh, my brother Red Eye, Total Devastation. That's it. Sack, stand up, baby. Yes, Any clouds of smoke. Turp yes, <laughs> You know, you guys, all bullshit aside, and because we, we, we you, know, you know why we're connected. Right. Not only Wasteland, but we all connected connected in history and all that stuff. Let's keep moving together. When we meet people like this, and I really wish Blue was here because he would have felt the same way. And everything you're feeling from me is the same thing you're going to feel from my brother from another mother. So know that even though he's not here, he's here. Because the same vibes is the same vibes you would have had with him here. Appreciate that being that. said, 
we all family now and let's keep pushing and let's all win. So whatever we could yes. do to help, let's do. Let's exchange numbers and let's all win. Looking forward to yes. it. Yeah, I mean, it's Cannabis Talk 101. We all winners here, folks. And if you don't know the biggest winner right here, Pack Bros. Find them at a dispensary Yee, near shit. you and support the products because you know they're supporting the community. You know they're giving back to the community. And you know they're about the community. If nobody else loves you, we do. We do. Pack Bro business, baby. Shit. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.